Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks today, and uh, with me as always, my friend, Stephanie Ruth Williams-Wesco. Stephanie, what's up? Well, Doug, what's up? Wow. I'm sitting here looking out the window, and it's a beautiful sunny day, so sun shining, so that we're going to count those all as blessings. Yeah, and sunshine's a good thing. It was raining here a little bit. Boy, we need rain, though. We have... We've got a deficit of rain going on here in South Carolina. I mean, I've got a few mm. spits. I've had to water my lawn a few times. And wow. Yeah, I don't care for that. And uh, the old water bill will come in, and they're like, yeah, you're using a lot of water. They'll call the president on me or something. Turn me in. <laughs> These people can't be trusted. All right, so anyway, we got this segment, and uh, I, I'm glad that the sun is out there in Warsaw. And I'll tell you, I, I believe – I believe God has been so good to us, and uh, I'm thankful today as we wrap up Psalm 107, we get to see that, you know, we're not the only ones in the history of this God's wonderful world since creation. We're not the only ones going through junk, that's for sure, and we get to see what these people have gone through and put it practical use in our life, but before we do that, we have a segment, and the segment is always, uh, it's backed by popular demand, things we see, things we go through. We share them with you so you won't do them. So you might be a knucklehead. It's Stephanie's turn. You might be a knucklehead if. If you're driving through Chicago going over 100 miles an hour in the slow lane. You know, I'm sorry. That's just being a knucklehead of the worst folks, order. Folks, pass on the left. Don't go 100 in Chicago. I mean, come on. That mayor there. I mean, well, you can kill people, but. They'll probably stop you out there on the highway. But that's what I'm thinking. You definitely can see a picture if you look up knucklehead of a dude going 100 in the slow lane going into Chicago. It was awful. Yeah, yeah. And and I guess Stephanie was driving back with her kids and Sweet Lou. Who went with you? Yeah, I just Stephanie, Emmy, and Lou. And Sweet Lou. Yeah, yeah. What a crowd that is right there. And uh, We had a great time, though. And if that knucklehead would have hurt, uh, Emmy, Steffi, Lou, or Stephanie, I would have had to go looking for her, man. You'd, they'd be making a movie about me. It'd be one of these <laughs> hero rescue type of movies. Yeah, you'd be reading a book about this retired Army Sergeant Major who snuck up on a guy, killed him and his family. Of course, That's horrible. I wouldn't kill the family. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> you might be a knucklehead if you're driving 100 miles an hour in a slow lane. The food that's right with God, Stephanie. Oh, wow. So the uh, the ladies' meeting I just did in Wisconsin, the pastor's wife there was a sweetheart, and um, she introduced me to these incredible little things called heavenly hunks. My nickname. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> oh, you and Joe. Um, so anyways, these things are amazing. Um, they are gluten-free. For any friends out there who are gluten-free, you can find them on Amazon. I looked up. Um, the one, the ones I've had are the dark chocolate oat heavenly hunks. They're amazing. What, They're what, absolutely what's, what's the calorie rate in these bad boys? Oh, you do not even want to know. Okay. They'd be more keto-friendly. Um, they're not apt to be a friendly. Yeah. But you know what? If you're going to eat something that's not on plan, if you're on a diet, it might as well be something that at least sounds, you know, sounds nutritious. I mean, how can it be called a heavenly hunk and not be good for you? That's all I'm saying. You know, oh. they named this candy after me. They shouldn't have done it, but we're gonna we're gonna try to try it out <laughs> out there. I like those other candies that you gave me, the coconut ones. What were they oh, the called? Unreal. The Unreal Bars. Let me tell you what, those Unreal Coconuts. And see, that's what we do here. We give you guys hints. You leave here with more than you came here with, that's for sure, especially when we're in God's Word. But, you know, those Unreal Coconut, those Unreal Peanut Butter things, they're about half the calories, and it's unreal how good they taste. So just thought I'd share that with you guys. And... Uh, <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us, Stephanie. And I'll, I'll get on with my lawyers about them stealing my nickname. But here we are. We're in Psalm 107. And maybe Joe's nickname, too. Uh-huh. So, and you both share. Yeah, so Joe is the third oldest Wesco child in the Stephanie Wesco home. And he's like a young version of me. So, again, Psalm 107 starts off to give thanks unto God. Oh, that men would praise God. So it's about praise and thanksgiving, praise to God. Because remember, these folks are all messed up, Stephanie, because they forgot to thank and praise God. Because they forgot yeah. who God was. They wandered off and praised and worshipped cows and praised and worshipped this and gave thanks over here, gave praise over here. But they never focused in on God. And uh, so that's kind of what's going on. And uh, so we come along, and, and again, every but you know what was weird here, Stephanie, as we've been reading through this psalm in the last couple of days as we looked at it each day? One of the weird things is that they would, get, they would realize that we're messed up or we're dying right at the gates of death or uh, things are really bad for us, things are upside down, and at that point they would go to God and hit, hit fix it. It'd take away the distressors. And uh, I think it's a pretty wonderful thing that we can go to God and he can take away our distresses. I think it's a pretty terrible thing for us to get to the point where we forget to give thanks and praises to God. I think it's yeah. a pretty terrible thing when we put a cow ahead of worshiping our God. And uh, I think that really messes with our relationship. You know, the, a relationship with God is built on a two-way relationship. Some of us look at God as being this magic genie type of thing that we can go to and when we go to him, uh, he, you know, he'll take care of us. And, you know, then we can just go back to living these wretched, crazy lives and not worrying about God. But that's not the God we serve. The God we serve made us in his image. And we, we need to be communicating with him and loving with him and having that relationship. It goes both ways. And in verse number 33, it says, He turneth rivers into wilderness, and the water springs into dry God, dry ground, I'm sorry, a fruitful land into barrenness, for the wickedness of them that dwell therein. He turneth the wilderness into a standing water and dry ground into water springs. And there he maketh the hungry to dwell and they that may prepare a city for habitation. And sow the fields and the plant vineyards 
which may yield fruits of increase. He blesseth them also, so that they are multiplied greatly, and suffereth not the cattle to decrease. Again, they are minished, brought low through oppression, affliction, and sorrow. He poureth contempt upon the princes, and causeth them to wander in the wilderness, where there is no way. Yet setteth he the poor on the high from affliction, and maketh him families like a flock. The righteous see it, and rejoice, and all the inequity shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise, and will observe those things, even they shall understand the love and kindness of the Lord. And so we get to a place where we're reminded right up front, Stephanie, that he's the one that turneth rivers into wilderness, and water Mm -hmm. springs into dry ground. He's the one that can take away those things. He's the one that changes all those things. And so he's talking about here is, you know, you can lose your home. If, you, if we don't have this relationship, we don't have these things. He can turn things around, but he can also turn things back the other way. So as we went through that, Stephanie, what came to, what came to your mind as we read through that? Wow. Well, what, what was sticking out to me was the fact that God can do whatever he wants. Um, you know, he talks about turning the wilderness into water, the dry ground into water. And yet before it says a fruitful land into, into barrenness and, you know, God, God sees, he hears, he knows the cries of his people. And, you know, I think of even the situation where in response to Elijah's prayers or Elisha, my mind's, I'm living in post-surgery drug mode, but, um, when I'm not judging you prayed, um, that there would be no rain because of the wickedness of the land and God heard his prayer. And, you know, even in the midst of sin as a nation, God sees those who are crying out to him. God sees those who are truly seeking him. And, um, I love just the fact that God is, um, all powerful, you know, that we can see him do whatever he wants to do and that he sees the wicked. He sees when they're, doing what's wrong and he is a God of justice and he's a God that says vengeance is mine. I will repay and that we can trust him that, that he is seeing the princes who are maybe um, causing oppression or affliction or sorrow. And verse 40 makes the promise. He pours contempt upon princes and causes them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. He sees those um, who are shaking their fists in his face and we can rest in his promise that is, you know, that he will deal with them the same way he promises to be faithful to those who love and serve him. Yeah. And, and, you know, we can really get off and get lost somewhere if we just sit around and say, well, these people get away with this, or these people get away with that. And why isn't God, you know, smoting them? Well, look at what we get away with and Mm -hmm. trust God in his timing. Mm -hmm. You know, God's timing is perfect. If, If we had his time plan, if we had his timeline laid out, we'd be like, wow, he knows what he's doing here. And, and, you know, God is God. He knows exactly what's going on. Uh, he said it, the poor high from their afflictions, as we were just talking about, the righteous shall see it and rejoice, and all inequity shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise will observe these things. Even they shall understand the love and kindness of the Lord. You know what's cool, Stephanie, is with somebody who doesn't know God, who doesn't know the Lord, gets saved, gets right, and understands the love and kindness of God. Boy, that mm. changes everything, doesn't it? It does. 
It just, yeah. and, and when you understand that, when you realize, and, and you know, what's the difference between grace and mercy in your mind, Stephanie? Well, mercy is not, is God not giving us what we rightly deserve. Um, God extends his loving kindness. He extends favor um, to show us his mercy. I see grace being God's enablement to serve him. I see grace being um, something that gives me strength to go on when I have no strength left in me. Exactly. Yeah, and so that you're saying that is mercy. No, I'm saying that is grace. Mercy is God not giving us what we deserve. Yeah. They kind of are intertwined, I guess. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and so as we look at God's grace and mercy, so I'm trying to apply this in, in New Testament times or in the church age or in the, uh, you know, where we're at now, where we're sitting in the age of grace, and trying to understand what God's mercy does for us and what God's grace does for us. I think Stephanie pretty much hit it. I, I got to be honest with you. I was leaning back on my chair and it fell over. It just happens sometimes. <laughs> and uh, so I jumped up. My headphones were off there for a second. So I didn't catch the end of it. So it said, Doug, pay attention. I was laying on the floor. It's all right. And I found a piece of my bar down there, my Lara bar. There was a little piece down there. And I so it gave me something else to eat. But anyway, as we move along here, a little crumb came off or something like that. And I, I'm not even sure if it was the Larabar, but it was okay, whatever was down there. But as we, as we look at this, you know, I think, I think this. I think, you know, we all know the acronym, Stephanie, that God's riches at Christ's expense. Uh, grace is that wonderful thing that brings the Lord down to us freely. And, and it's free. I mean, it's 100% free. So as we're going through things today, I just want to remind you of this. And I'm, I'm not going there as filler. I'm going there to say this. Far too often, we think that we have to do something for God to satisfy him. We have to work of some level. We have to go down and work at the church. We have to mow somebody's lawn. We have to help the old lady cross the street. We have to look out for this or that. That's not who our God is. Mm. Our God freely through grace, just by believing in that faith, you know, grace through faith saves us. And there, you know, you don't have to say like a friend of mine said, uh, you know, I'll mow your lawn for free if you give me this. Well, that's not free. But God's grace, and I, I want to grasp this because I want to remind the people who grew up the way I did, that you're never going to be good enough for God. You're never going to work enough for God. And I think it's great that you serve at your churches. I think it's great that you do things for people. I think it's great that you help the old lady, old man cross the Lord or the handicapped person. I think all that's great, but none of that is a requirement, Stephanie, for salvation. There's right. no work built into this grace, and that's the point I'm trying to make. And we need to recognize that and understand that and stop beating ourselves up. And, uh, you know, saying, well, I need to do more for God. I, well, sure. I think faith without works is dead. I'm, I'm not trying to be a heretic here. I'm just saying, please understand in your life what grace is. Grace gives you salvation freely. There's no steps. There's no work. There's no uh, having to do this, having to do that. If it was, it wouldn't be grace. Yeah. And so I think what Stephanie said about grace is unmerited. It, it's It's just not... It's just something that we in no way can earn. So I want you to take that with you. And I wanted to just spend a minute on that 
just because I know there were people out there, especially when I first got saved, I was like you. I was always thinking, I'm not good enough. I don't do enough. I came out of this situation. I was a little bit of this or a little bit of that or, and whatever the case may be. And God's grace saved me right where I was. And his mercy allows me to keep on going. His mercy extends to me good health. His mercy extends to me the ability to, to do this radio show with Stephanie. His mm-hmm. mercy. And what does his mercy do for you? Maybe make a list. Maybe have another homework assignment today and make a list. God's mercy gives me this. God's mercy gives me the wife I had. God's mercy gives me the husband I have. God's mercy gives me the kids. I don't know what God has given you. But I do know this. I know that if we sit down and we understand what God's mercy is to us, we're going to give thanks to the Lord. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. We're going to praise the Lord. And, and that's what this is all about. So saying all that, Stephanie, I just wanted to, I made a big note right here on my notes that said, cover grace and mercy. And with mm-hmm. that in mind, what, and, and by the way, Stephanie has a sister named Grace Mercy. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> so her dad and mom got that whole thing. But Stephanie, what's the song you have for us today? I have praise him, praise him. Praise him, praise him, Jesus, our blessed Redeemer. Sing, O earth, his wonderful love proclaim. Hail him, hail him, highest archangels in glory. Strength and honor give to his holy name. Like a shepherd, Jesus will feed his children. In his arms, he carries them all day long. Praise him, praise him, tell of his excellent greatness. Praise him, praise him, ever in joyful song. Boy, I love that song. And that's where we need to come out of Psalm 107 at, is praising him. Folks, we sure do love you. If there's anything we can do for you, please look us up on Helpful Wounded Spirits. And I, I want to say this. You know what we do? We love notes that say we're doing something well. And, and we don't mind seeing notes that say, hey, Doug, why don't you add this segment? Or, or hey, Stephanie, why don't you think about this? We'd love to do that as well. Uh, but again, we're honored to be with you. We're honored to serve with you. We're honored to do this podcast. Get a hold of us if you need anything. Find us on Helpful Wounded Spirits. Take some time, folks, and come on out to Helpful Wounded Spirits. Join us, and all you got to do is ask to join. If you don't look like a serial killer from Pakistan, you're in. And uh, uh, I don't know. Stephanie, closing thoughts. <laughs> you're going down trails I didn't see coming. I just take time to praise the Lord, meditate on his goodness, and seek after him with all your heart. Praise him, praise him. Jesus, our blessed Redeemer. We love you, folks. Get a hold of us. Thanks. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart. 
that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.